Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcome, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Fake Trades and Kyle Hendricks in Pinstripes, and ask me questions if I was confusing. I enjoy doing podcasts on fake trades because they give me the opportunity to assess stuff. This trade recommendation came from a Yankees fan, and I'm not going to hold that against them, because Yankee fans right now are almost as frustrated as Cubs fans, because they've gone a long time. What? How many years is that for the Yankees? And and, and that's like, in Yankee years, three years is eight billion. So I, I I can't even imagine how long it's been since they've won a world championship in their time. You know, I... I unfathomable. So Yankee fans are interested in doing some things somewhat differently and coming up with some ideas for trade possibilities. So I love trade possibilities. And this one here, I actually had to do a little bit of homework because I'm not as familiar with players who are at the major league level for the Yankees as compared to a lot of people. Didn't burn a whole lot of time on this one because I saw what my angle was rather early. I will give it a look and walk you through it and tell you what I think. But the lesson to be learned is different from the trade offer itself. Here's how it goes. The Cubs to receive Johnny Loisiga. I love the name Johnny Loisiga. I just do. I And then when you double it down with, they call him Johnny Lasagna, just can't beat it. Loisiga, Lasagna, I absolutely love it. If Johnny Loisiga would pitch for the Cubs, that would be amazing. Okay, Jordan Montgomery, a left-handed pitcher. And Clint Frazier, an outfielder to the Cubs. And the Yankees, in return, receive Kyle Hendricks and Jason Adam. Figure, you know what? I do a little bit of research on. It. I did. I didn't kill myself on. It. I didn't. I, I didn't uh, spend the whole sixty minutes on researching it. I, I did a little bit. I looked into it a little bit, and uh, here's what I came up with. Um, it came from a Yankee fan on Twitter, and. Again, Yankees fans are frustrated. They want to find out that one thing. What can we do to get the team to the point where we have to to win in, presumably, 2021? Because time is getting short. You know, you're going to, you're before long going to have high school kids who who are going to high school who have never seen a Yankees World Championship. You know, how... How in violation of the laws of physics would that be? That would just be so inappropriate. And then if there's going to be no season in 2022, 
they pretty much better win it in 2021. Otherwise, it's like you're going to have people who are getting married who are Yankees fans. They've never seen the Yankees win a World Series. And now it just, how can that even happen? <sighs> okay, so Loisiga was an international signing. I didn't check to see where, uh, was it? I saw it, but I'm not remembering. Uh, hang on a tick. I normally don't do the go-do research during the podcast, but I decided in this instance I will. Managua, Nicaragua, who, uh, which is... Yeah, I'm a Clemente fan. I Managua, Nicaragua, yeah. Okay. Um, that's where the earthquake... Or the... the um, yeah, that, that's where the earthquake was that Clemente was... Or was it... Was it a hurricane? Whatever. that It happened there. That's why Clemente went to the... Um, he went to Managua, Nicaragua, etc., etc., etc. Jordan Montgomery was a 2014 fourth-round pick out of South Carolina. If you're still looking for a team to do research on, South Carolina is always a safe and proper bet. Clint Frazier was a high school draft pick by Cleveland in the first round of 2013. Frazier, if he would come to the Cubs, would give the Cubs another quality outfield option. With the Cubs, Clint Frazier would be considered a quality outfield option. With the Yankees, he's the fifth outfielder. Dems the breaks. That's how it works. The Cubs haven't developed enough quality outfielders. They haven't developed enough quality pitchers or anything, but Frazier sits the bench in the Bronx. If he would come to the Cubs, he would almost certainly certainly play almost every day. He'd get his 500 at-bats in a 160-game season, and with 160 at-bats in a 162-game season, we'd have an idea who he is. As of right now, eh, not so much. He's done okay in New York. Is that because he's a really good player? Is that because he's in New York? Is he a guy who's never going to be two wins good? Does he just need a... I don't know. I have no idea. It would be sheerly guesswork. Jordan Montgomery has gotten some good ink for the Yankees up until the point when they get into the postseason then people are, oh my goodness, now we have to use Jordan Montgomery. And there's there's confidence during the regular season, but when it comes to playing against really good teams, Jordan Montgomery is not the optimal option. Johnny, Lo, Johnny Lasagna, he had an okay year, and he has a great name, and he's a relief pitcher. So that's basically where we are. Hendricks is a better starting pitcher than Jordan Montgomery. Clint Frazier would give the Cubs a definite outfield upgrade. Loisiga and Jason Adam are both relief pitchers. I'm going to hold it there for a second. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I try to put quality effort into each episode. 
bringing you information that you might not get as promptly or completely from other sources. This service is provided free of charge. If you have friends that might be interested in the podcast, send them a link of a favorite episode that might resonate with them. Perhaps even this one. Hitting like, share, follow, subscribe, or retweet is also appreciated. If you need help in sharing, please ask away. If this service is worth more than the asking price, most podcast servers allow you a simple link to contribute to the podcast in any fashion you deem worthwhile. Anchor allows sponsorships for podcasts as well. Whether or not those apply to you, thanks for listening. So, the Cubs would be receiving a... Hmm. Montgomery's nowhere near as good as Hendricks as of now. Pure and simple. Hendricks becomes a free agent in 2024. Jordan Montgomery becomes a free agent in 2024. There's no gain there. None whatsoever. This trade idea boils to largely who do you think Clint Frazier is? I'm not sold on him being a starting outfielder. I think he's probably a guy who can be used as a good fourth. And if his at-bats are measured, he might be able to do well in a 450, 500 at-bat season. But I'm not sold on it. I'm really not sold on it. His defense seems reasonably good. His offense is eh, okay. I'm not sold on him. Possibly I should be. Possibly I should not be. So, other than that, we have Johnny Loisiga and Jason Adam. And this is where I have such as any learning as there's going to be. If the person rolling with the trade had gone Jordan Montgomery and Clint Frazier for Kyle Hendricks, straight up. I think I would say no. He also included Loisiga for Jason Adam. My hunch is this Yankee fan who promoted this trade likes Jason Adam more than he likes Johnny Loisiga. And I think that's the starting point for learning something from this trade. Is Jason Adam going to potentially be a guy with relievers? You have a lot of people that rotate in. This guy comes up from AAA, fills in, gets sent back to the alternate training site, see how he did that and used them both. Um, try him out. Well, okay, he's getting better, but he's not good enough. We're going to send him back down. And eventually his option seasons run out and you have to decide, is he worth it? Some guys are guys. Some guys you keep around for an extended period of time until it's no longer valuable, until it's no longer worth it. One example for that would be Hector Rondon. He was very useful. 
until he no longer became useful or no longer remained useful. Who is Jason Adam? Is he going to be a guy that when the Cubs get to the point where their bullpen is 96, 97, 99, 96, 98, 99, 101, 197, 98. That's got to be what it's got to be. If the Cubs bullpen isn't like that, they won't win. Everybody else is doing it. The Cubs are going to have to do it. The Cubs are going to have to Michael McAveen and Ryan Jensen and Burl Carraway and Luke Little their way into a bullpen. Otherwise, they will be insignificant. The Cubs must locate relief talent from somewhere. Is Jason Adam one of those guys? Is he potentially one of those guys? Is he likely one of those guys? Those are the important questions that the deeper dive sort of fan has to eventually... That's the bridge you have to cross. If you wait too long on Jason Adam and you decide, no, he's not going to be that guy, only after he has been completely exposed, he has no trade value left. Right now, Jason, Jason Adam is one of the Cubs that has trade value. How completely much, I'm not sure. But he actually has some... He's inexpensive. He has a lot of team cost control if he figures it out. And he's not that far from figuring it out. Jason Adam has value. If you right now decide, no, Jason Adam is not going to be that guy. Do you think Johnny Lasagna, Johnny Loisiga, is going to be? You still don't have to like the trade. You still don't have to like the trade because I don't want the Cubs to give away Kyle Hendricks. Not for Jordan Montgomery. Maybe I'm wrong. Not for Clint Frazier. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think Kyle Hendricks is better than that. But when you're looking at a trade, you're not necessarily looking at the entire trade as being the entire learning process. Jason Adam is someone other teams might want. Why do I say that? Because a Yankees fan who wants Kyle Hendricks also wants Jason Adam. Is Jason Adam going to be a guy? If a team waits until a player has been entirely exposed, he no longer has any trade value. I don't like this guy anymore. He's not hitting, okay? Well, so you should trade him. No, that, that that's too late. If a player has no value, you don't trade him then. To trade a player, it works best if you trade him when he has trade value. But I don't know if he's any good or not yet. Exactly. And if you trade a guy who... One of the things the Cubs could theoretically possibly do at some point along the line sometime is trade Miguel Amaya. Who's Miguel Amaya going to be? Is he going to be a reliable first uh, first or second best catcher in a five-team league? 
If he's going to be that, you're going to want to hang on to him. If he's not going to be that, then he makes perfect sense to trade. To be able to do the faux trade thing, to be able to do the fake trade thing, you have to be able to assess, at least somewhat accurately, that which you haven't seen yet. Because if you're waiting until, oh my goodness, Kyle Schwerber's never going to be able to hit over 230. He's never going to be able to be decent defensively. Well, now that he's making $8 million a year, he doesn't have any trade value. If you're going to want to do the fake trade thing, even a little tiny bit, you're going to have to assess talent more quickly and more permanently. And sometimes some of those assessments will not be popular. I might not like them. Other people might not like them. And sometimes they'll be right. Sometimes they'll be wrong. And what you end up doing is if you make enough assessments through time, you'll hit on some, you'll miss on some. Admit to both. Especially admit to the ones that you missed and why you missed and what you learned from them. But Jason Adam being on this trade makes him fascinating. If the trade were Jordan Montgomery and Clint Frazier for Kyle Hendricks, it would have made no sense. Tossing in Adam for a little Wysiga doesn't do a whole lot more for me. Adam won't be a free agent until 2026 at the earliest. Loisiga will not be a free agent until 2025 at the earliest. Presumably, you can have an opinion on either one. You can have an opinion on either one. But assessing the uncertainty is a large part of the fake trade thing. And it's perfectly legitimate to say, I'm really not sold on insert player here. Perfectly legitimate to say, I'm not sold on insert player here. And if you're not sold on insert player here, if they still do have trade value, then that is an absolutely fantastic try time to attempt to fake trade them. Because other teams, if the player hasn't been exposed yet, will still be interested in them. If they get exposed, the interest wanes really quickly. So yeah, the Loisiga Montgomery Frazier trade for Kyle Hendricks and Jason Adam, I'm not too good on it. I'm not too good on it. But I'm glad Jason Adam was included in the trade offer because it gave me something to think about and gave me a justification for doing an assessment of said trade. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe, go Cubs go, and be nice to people.